If you're a student, are we in school? Where you paper and pencil at? <laughs> right? Or whatever you're writing on. All right. There's two, two types of word that you're going to get in the spirit-filled ministry. Number one is the logos. What does logos mean? It's the written word. It's the written word. It's the written word. Logos is the written word. Logos is the written word. Logos is the written word. And then you're going to get rhema, which is spirit-inspired spoken word. It can come through prophecy. It can come through a word of knowledge. It can come through a word of wisdom, how to go and do something. My wife has been studying recently a lot of the spiritual gifts and uh, inspired me to study it as well. I'll be preaching on that this week. Make sure you stay, uh, uh, you watch tonight, Facebook Live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'll be preaching there tonight, uh, tomorrow night, and, and, and Tuesday night, Facebook Live. All right? We're going to be there in the eve of the more conference. And one of the things that we're going to talk about are spiritual gifts, um, specifically the words of knowledge. The words of knowledge. I'll be teaching on that. That's what I feel like God is going to lead me to do. Uh, be teaching on the words of knowledge. All right? But, y'all, you got to know what's going on. And so, uh, that where we have for Alex in the faith conference. So, what was that? What was that? That was that was spoken gifts, right? Which gift was it? Rhema. Word of knowledge. What a, it was Rhema. Yes, exactly correct. It was what else? Prophecy. What else? Right. It was all three of those. So the main thing was it was the word. Of, it was the word of prophecy and the word of wisdom. The word of wisdom told them how to do it. Right. You remember. 30 days, do this, is this, do this, and that. Bam, bam, bam. Y'all remember that? Okay. And stupid people don't listen to <laughs> See, you can get a word of wisdom on how to do something, but then Alex like, no, nah, I ain't doing that. I ain't going to read that. I ain't going to do that. Okay. Does she get the outcome? No. <laughs> God tells Noah how to build the ark. And he told me, nah, I'm going to leave a hundred of these nails and screws out. Does he get the outcome? That was a word of wisdom. Somebody say amen. So it was a word of prophecy. And it was a word of wisdom. Not so much the word of knowledge. So we have to know how we operate. You like this, huh? That's my wife. She like this stuff. She get into it. She be wanting to know. But what was that that God did to me? Was it the prophecy and this and that? You got to know. Somebody say amen. amen. And it should be operating. All right? And you're at a church where it does. Amen. That's why it's uncomfortable up in here sometimes. Yeah, because sometimes God be reading your mail. Amen. <laughs> Somebody say Amen. Not Pastor Rondy. Yo, I'm not, nope. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm, mm -mm. 
There's nothing, 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 nothing. I'm just regular. I feel regular. Y'all know Peter Parker, he just be regular walking around, right? Just Peter Parker, just walking around. Yeah. And don't nothing feeling come over you either when you get the word of knowledge or whatever. It's none of that. It's just the Lord, it's just right there. And you walk it out in faith. But y'all, there's a rhema word, there's the logos, there's spiritual gifts. You're going to get those, those times. There's going to be those moments of spontaneous impartation. Why this spontaneous, Cassie? Number one, so the devil can't plan against it. Amen. That's why you got to be at church. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? Because when you miss church, you miss a lot. Because you never know what God had or what God was going to do, but he couldn't do it. You weren't there. Somebody say amen. Or you wasn't there on time, or you was doing something else. Somebody say amen. amen. So that's why I'm committed to church, because I love this church. Amen. Because I come in, crazy stuff be happening. Amen. amen. And every once in a while, I get something. Somebody say amen. amen. So it kind of goes along what we're going to talk about today. And uh, then my wife may have a burning word. I might let her preach a little bit at 10 o'clock, too. Y'all like when she preach because she nicer. <laughs> and then I got to be getting out of here, get on a plane. But I, I want to share something, y'all. God always gives y'all prime rose <laughs> revelation. And uh, he did not disappoint this time. Um, so what have we been talking about, class? <laughs> uh, there we go again. Come on. What have we been talking about, class? What? What's the title? I don't know. How not to let your light, don't lose your oil. What is the title on the podcast? Anybody know? How not to let your light go out. Come on, let's say that ten times. How not let how not how not how not how not now didn't I tell y'all last week what we was talking about? I say next week when I ask y'all, can y'all please tell me what we talk about? Y'all still can't tell me. Five more times, what are we talking about? How how not to let how not to let your light go. How not to let your light go out. All right. When I ask y'all next week, what are we talking about? Now, it's funny. It's funny. But remember Mark chapter 4. When the word comes, what the devil do? No, no, no. He comes immediately to steal the word. He comes immediately to steal the word. The very fact that I've had to ask you this and the very fact that we are saying that to go in the rapture, you got to be the Christians who don't let your light go out. And he keeps stealing even the title from you. How important is this message? What are we talking about? All right. So I'll be on this for the rest of the year. Her mama, mama back there laughing. 
I'm be on this for the rest of you. You see this? Now don't get mad at me. You see my class, what I'm dealing with. I thought I had some 4.0 students in there. I don't know. They can't even figure it out. What are we talking about? One more time. Anybody want their lights to go out? So what are we talking about? How not? All right, I think we got it. <laughs> and what, what is our main text? Somebody keeps saying 24. When have we been to 24? I haven't been to 24 in like 10 years. We, not 22. Do y'all see this? The devil, he, I'm telling you, man, he don't want y'all to get this. Matthew 25. What is, can you please write it? A long pencil beats a short memory. Matthew 20. Matthew 20. Obviously, you ain't been studying it between Sundays. Y'all always study this. You know, I was listening to Keenan Radio. It's my servant. Keenan Radio is my servant. I'm a partner with it. So if when you partner with something, it serves you. And you turn on at the very time when you need to hear something. So this morning I was getting ready, and, and uh, Gloria Copeland and um, what's the name, Jenny? Pearson, George. They were on there talking about full immersion. Now let me let me let me this 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 got me so excited. Full immersion. They say how you learn a language when they when they in the military they treat when they teaching the military people. Do you know what they do? They put they put them in the the culture situation where they don't speak or hear anything but that language. And they learn it 500 times quicker. They have schools here where little black kids are learning Chinese. It's called the full immersion program. Y'all heard about this? No? no? Black people don't know. <laughs> Only black people with money know. Hello? Yeah, it's called full immersion. Yeah, you can go learn Spanish, whatever. It's called full immersion. You understand what I'm saying? Now, y'all, I'm going to commission you. I want you to listen to me. So what they said was, they said, in, if you will fully immerse yourself in something just one week, one week, your mind will start creating new grooves. All you do is hear and talk a certain language. Right? So they were talking about faith. We're talking about end time. This is why I'm going to challenge somebody. I want, I want you to think about it. By the end of this message, I want, I want some commitment. I want some people to fully immerse themselves in what we're teaching on this end time. Just for a week. I want you to fully immerse yourself in all the stuff that we're talking about. Go back and listen to all of the podcasts, whatever. We got the clock up there. Right? I want you to fully immerse yourself in what we're talking about so that you can get an understanding. 
because one of the least understood things in the body of Christ is the end times. Okay? One of the least understood things in the body of Christ is the end times. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, there are some things happening that are unprecedented. I'm going to show you right now. We're going to get right into this, uh, and then we're going to stop it and then just come back. Um, but I want you to see this. Um, let's go. Do y'all understand Israel's at war? Do you understand they're at war with, with Israel right now? Just had a, what they call it, a ceasefire? Huh? Okay. So when Jerusalem is surrounded by armies, you ever heard that part? Mm -hmm. Where is that? I think it's in uh, Luke chapter 21 and 20. And when you shall see Jerusalem compassed about, compassed means surrounded with armies, you know that the desolation or the end is near. Now, I know we don't really get into a lot of the world stuff that's going on. Next week, we'll have a map up. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. If the Lord flows that way, and we can show y'all that they are surrounded by armies. They are surrounded by armies. Can you get my phone up? And on every side, the Bible has prophecy about Iran. Who's Iran in the Old Testament? Anybody know? Come on, we're in school, right? That's what I say. You're going to totally immerse yourself. What? Who was it? Babylon. Who? What? Syria? Huh? Iran? 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 Is it Iran? Let's check. Let's check. Fact check me on your phone. Persia. Present day Persia is Iran? Yes. I rarely ask questions I don't know the answer to. <laughs> right? So it's Iran. They don't call it Persia anymore. They call it Iran. Iran is getting ready to strike. Israel. Ethiopia, the Sudan, okay? Pastor, where are you getting all this from? Let's go to uh, Ezekiel 38 and 2. Okay, if I need somebody can sit up over there and pretend you. Sit up, bro. All right. 38 and 2. Let's go to uh, uh, Ezekiel 38 and 2. All right. And it says, Son of man, set your face against Gog and Magog. Who's Gog and Magog? Present day. Many people say Russia. Many people say Russia. Right? Against the rulers of Meshach, Tabu, and prophesy against them. Next scripture. 
Thus says the Lord, Behold, I'm against you, O God, chief of Meshach and Tabu. They say uh, Tabu is also part of Russia. It's the Soviet Union. Uh, in these days, you know, it wasn't so vast. <clears throat> but of course, Russia imperialistic continued to take over places, right? Um, they're saying that some of this may be Turkey. Keep going, next scripture. I will turn you around and put hooks into your jaws and will bring you out and all your army and horses, all of them magnificently clothed in full armor and great horde with buckler and shield, large shield, all of them wielding swords. Next scripture. Persia. Oh, there it is. What is this to amplify? Yeah. Amplify 2015. Iran, Cush, Ethiopia, put Libya, North Africa with them. All of them with shield and helmet. Keep going. Gomer and all his troops. I don't know how to say that next word. Beth Togarma. And from the remote parts of the north and all his troops, many people with you. Keep going. You, God, be prepared. Prepare yourself and all your horrors that you are assembled, that are assembled around you and be a guard and a lookout for them. Keep going. After many days, all right, uh, you'll be summoned for service. In the latter years, you should come into the land that is restored, all right? So they're talking about the land that's restored, which is Israel. Y'all remember? Let me give you some history on this. This is stuff people don't talk about, and it's kind of boring, but it's not anymore because it's exciting. You will come, you will come in latter years. It's talking about these, these times. How do we know? You should come into the land that is restored from the ravages of the sword, where the people have been gathered out of many nations to the mountain of Israel. All right. Everybody, I want you to just, just please put your school mind on, okay? <laughs> All right. In 70 AD, there was, a, there was a scripture where Jesus told them they were looking at the temple. Some of y'all remember if you read the Bible. Uh, they were looking at the temple and how beautiful it was. And Jesus said, yeah, it looks beautiful to you now, it's, but real soon, not one stone will be left on another. This temple will be totally destroyed is what he said. All right? And what they say is rabbinic history says that when they burned the temple, um, it has a lot of gold in there, right? Like solid gold. The gold started melting and got in the cracks of the bricks. So to get the gold out, they took the temple apart brick by brick. All right? Which was the prophecy that Jesus said. Okay. Now, when the Romans, everybody say the, the real white people. Okay. Yeah, it was white people. Crucified Jesus, right? When the Romans came in, they destroyed Jerusalem. They destroyed Israel. They drove, so all of the Jews were driven out of Jerusalem, which is the capital city, and out of Israel. Where did they go? They went all over the world. They went all over the world. They went to Europe, all those places. That, you know, six million Jews got killed in Germany by Adolf Hitler. So they, some of them, went, we know at least over six million went to Germany. Somebody say amen. They were all over the world. Now, when we say Jesus died how many years ago? How many years ago? 
over 2,000 years ago, right? That, that is what happened. So y'all know how long the Jews was out of Jerusalem and Israel? Anybody know? Specifically, 1968 years. 1948 years. About 2,000 years. 1,900 years. No Jews in Jerusalem, no Jews in Israel. In 1948, y'all, my grandmama was living. Mama Long was on this planet in 1948. There's still some people here on this planet that lived in the year 1948, right? Can we do the math on that? We're not at 2048 yet, are we? Yeah, that's less than 100 years. 1948, there's still people alive that, that was born in 1948, right, Mama? In 1948, all the Jews from all over the world that was in all these other places, America, Africa, Europe, I guess that's what the Hebrew Israelites said. They gathered back in Israel for the first time in 1948 years. Y'all, is that amazing or what? That's amazing. So that happened in 1948, and our president, U.S. president, who was it? Who? Truman? Boy, I got to give you $100. Harry S. Truman. Harry S. Truman. Well, he said it first. I knew you said it second. <laughs> we got some smart people. Harry S. Truman in 1948 made Israel a nation state again. And all the, the Jews from all over the world started going back. And then in the Six-Day War, now you think about it, a nation is, uh, see, 1948, 20 years old. 20 years old, they're they going back. 20 years old. Do you have an army yet? 20 years in a six-day war, they defeated their enemies and took over Jerusalem for the first time. Now, I want to let you know, when Jesus was on earth, the Jews did not have control of Jerusalem. When Jesus was on earth, they did not have control of Jerusalem. <laughs> the Romans did. But in a six-day war, it says so many miracles happened. So this is what it's talking about. It says, in the latter years, you should come to the land that is restored from the ravages of the sword, where people have been gathered out of many nations, right? So it was the ravages of the sword of the, of the, of the, of the Romans that totally dispersed them, and the Jews, went, they have been gathered back out of many nations to the mountain of Israel, which had been a continual wasteland for 2,000 years. It was a wasteland. Couldn't nobody do nothing with it because it was God's people's place. What God had for you, it's for you. You know, when we lost our dream house the first time, it, it was under contract so many other times, but couldn't nobody else get it because it belonged to us. Somebody say amen. It was a wasteland. But it's, it's, people, it's people were brought out of the nations that they were living in securely, and all of them. Go to the next scripture. You will go up against them. You will come like a storm, and you should be like a cloud covering the land, and all your troops, many people, so they said like Russia and China, all them people, they're going to come against Israel, 
And it's going to be so many people with them. Come on, keep going. Thus said the Lord, it will come about on that day that the thoughts will come into your mind and you'll devise an evil plan. Now, they're getting ready to attack Israel. Why? Well, Russia's going to attack Israel <laughs> because for years over there in the east, Russia has been the place where everybody got their natural gas. They've been the natural gas pimp for everybody. You had to get some gas, you had to go through them. You understand? But you know, your scripture, Genesis 26 and 2, Isaac sold in the year of famine. You know, God does so much, many miracles for his people. And the Jews, he said, I'm going to bless you. So you know what happened in 2019? They found over a trillion barrels of natural gas on the coast of the Mediterranean in Israel. So now, instead of them getting their oil from Russia, Egypt, and, and then Egypt got their oil from Russia, Europe got their oil from Russia. Now, Europe is starting to get their they natural gas, natural gas, not oil, natural gas from Israel. Europe is starting to get their natural gas from Israel. So now, Russia wants to take the resource. Wants, feels like, okay, we're going to devise this evil, come against Israel, and take that, because they're messing up our money. Somebody say Amen. So the Bible says, when you see Israel surrounded by armies, know that the end is near. So you should watch some of this stuff. I met a guy at, uh, I don't know if it was Southwest Believers or was at Jesse Duplantis conference. So he sends me, he's, he's a Jew, and he sends me a lot of updates and stuff. And we've supported Israel personally, uh, and now as a church we are, because they need bomb shelters. So at the point that um, they hear the siren for the bombs, they have like seven to ten seconds to get to a shelter. So Pastor Gould, uh, BCC, the, the shelters are $12,000. Pastor Gould bought one, and we are partnering with uh, KCC. They're buying one. Somebody say amen. amen. So we're going to go in with them to buy a bomb shelter for, for what, what do you think happens to people that bless Israel? Yes. Huh? Yes. So some of y'all might want in on that. We'll do that at the, uh, at the, uh, at the 10 o'clock offering, whatever, or today doing an offering. All right. Now, so this is the time that we're in, y'all. I always wonder, Israel, what it would be like at the end. How would people act? What would be going on? And now we know. We're at the end. Somebody say amen. amen. <clears throat> so the other morning, which is tying us all, all the way into where, where we're going. I woke up. And I knew it was God because a Christmas song was going through my head. A Christmas song. Christmas. 
Y'all gonna, y'all, this, this, this is such a bombshell of a revelation. The song Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Doesn't it bring good feelings, Landry? Christmas song? Yeah. Yeah. It's getting ready to turn into a horror show in a minute, though. You know how them horror movies always play like one of them, them nice, them, them lullabies. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir. Huh? No problems yet, huh? No? There is. There is. I remember I came up out of that and the Lord said, but what's Yuletide? He said, I want you to find out what Yuletide is. And what's a Yuletide carol? And why is a church choir singing it? So it stuck with me all day. Now, y'all, we're in May. No Christmas, nothing. I haven't heard a Christmas song. Have not heard a Christmas song. And he did that to let me know, because, you know, sometimes you get something from God, and you're like, oh, because I heard that song, because it's Christmas time. He said, no, no, no. He said, I, I got something for you. God is he's, he's strategic like that. He said, I want you to look up. What is Yuletide? And then he coined this phrase, Yuletide Christianity. And he said, the Yuletide Christians are not going to make it. He said, he said Yuletide Christians are not going to make it. So I looked up the word Yuletide. And let me tell you what I came up with. Are y'all, are y'all ready for this? Yeah, this is this is gonna this is gonna help some people. So Yuletide is celebrated by Satanists. Yuletide is, is celebrated by Wiccans. Wh- witchcraft. Yeah. Yeah. So Yuletide carols. I said, well, God, what's a Yuletide carol? And he's, he told me two of the main ones. And I said, well, I looked it up. And it was those two. Yeah, I know this is strange. Can I be strange for a minute? It's not Christmas. What are you talking about? So one was uh, Deck the Halls. That was the first one that came to my mind. So Yuletide Carol with Bazza Folly. Anything about Jesus in there? Deck the house. Balls of Holly. Okay. And then the other one was We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Anything about Jesus in there? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Here's what Yuletide is. It's a festival. A festival. <laughs> Historically observed by Germanic people, white people, Germans. Scholars have connected the original celebrations of Yule to the wild hunt 
or the god, lowercase g-o-d, Odin. And the pagan Anglo-Saxon, white people, <laughs> Mandarahit. Now, what you, what you to hear this? Later departing from its pagan roots, Yule underwent Christianized reformalization. But that wasn't what it was originally. <laughs> you can Christianize the, uh, the devil sign, as we've seen some people do. You can Christianize the pentagram. You can Christianize a whole bunch of stuff that's ain't nothing but witchcraft. And the Lord said, Yuletide Christians are not going to make it. Y'all, this is going to be so good. Mm-mm-mm. These customs include the Yule Law, the Yule Goat, the Yule Boar, and Yule Singing. The terms uh, with an etymological equivalent to Yule are used in Nordic countries. And it has something to do with Norse mythology. Yule is an indigenous winter festival celebrated by the Germanic people. The earliest references are from the month and names where the Yuletide period lasts somewhere around two months between uh, mid-November and early January. Yule has attested early history, Germanic people from the 4th century Gothic language. It appears in the month and name of, I don't know how to pronounce that. With the Old Norse month name, I don't know how to pronounce that, it similarly attested the Old Norse corpus also contains numerous references to an event that the Old Norse, so it's going into all this mythology, different names for the gods, G-O-D-S, Yule beings, Yule tide, Yule beings. Sounds like demons to me. Again, we produced the Yule beings feast. I also looked up Jack Frost, which came from Norse mythology, which is uh, basically a demon or Satan. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. In addition, like the Bridge of Masonry, in addition, numerous of the names of the gods, Ogden, refer to the event. So it keeps going, going on and on and on and on about how these customs are pagan, heathen, also that Satanist, neo-paganism, which is new paganism, in forms of Wicca, this holiday is celebrated at their, and so witchcraft people, they call it, they call the season solst solstices, right? So the winter solstices, as the rebirth of the great horned hunter god, horned hunter, but that might be Satan, 
Anton LaVey, I studied him. I know a little bit about him. LaVeyan Satanism, the Church of Satan and other LaVeyan Satanist groups celebrate Yule as an alternative to the Christian Christmas holiday. Yule in Levian Satanism is not celebrated with the same rituals as contemporary paganism or heathenry. Now the Lord started talking to me about this. He said, he said, Yuletide Christians won't make it. And he asked me, he said, do you know how you can tell a church that's promoting Yuletide Christianity? I said, no. He said, okay. He said, do they have harvest festivals? Celebrate Halloween. Do they have Easter egg hunts? It's the vasectomized Christianity. <laughs> With no power. That is the Christianity that was leading before the pandemic. The big mega churches. 5,000 Easter eggs for the kids. Y'all remember that? Ain't nobody had no harvest festivals where all the little black kids came through, taught the church, and they had all the candy, put the grabbers everywhere. Not this year. Not last year. Huh? It didn't work because of the pandemic. Come on, somebody. The Easter eggs weren't sanitary enough for us to have Easter egg hunts for the last two years. Come on, somebody. He said the Yuletide Christians will not make it. And what happened was that Satan lifted up certain preachers, certain leaders. They gathered tens of thousands of people in their churches. And they led them into this easy believism Christianity that does not work. It wasn't enough to get them through the pandemic. Wasn't enough to stay open. Come on, somebody. Because we believe in the God of the Bible. There's been a mixture. Somebody say amen. amen. And the Lord said, this is what he told me. And I, I was talking, I was so on fire about it last night. I was talking to Gina about this 10, 11 o'clock last night. He said, I, God, I said, Gina, God said, I hate that stuff. He said, I hate that stuff. He said, I hate that stuff. The Christianity without the church. Christianity without the power. Christianity without authority. Somebody say amen. amen. Now I got to verify this. But the question I had in the show this morning, Lester Summerall wrote, over 100 books. Not one of them was a New York bestseller. <laughs> Ken Hagen. I mean, the books that we live on. Not one of them was a New York Times bestseller. Smith Wigglesworth's book, not one of them. Not one of them. But these new pastors. 
can write books so impotent that their New York Times best sellers could that be Yuletide Christianity? Yuletide means it's, it's, they celebrating Christmas with no Christ in it. Yuletide Christianity is, is and, and, and Christ, Gina, is what? The anointed. <laughs> Christianity with no anointing, with no power. Hey, y'all, it was all mashing together, the spirit-filled and not-so-spirit-filled. And then the people who got famous on the spirit-filled, T.D. Jakes, George Myers, Paula Weiss, all of them, got famous under spirit-filledism, the Osteens. John Osteen was a great friend of Ken Hagen. Hello? John Osteen didn't write a New York uh, Times bestseller either, and he wrote a lot of good books. John Osteen did. But the people that got known by the spirit-filled movement. They started dropping some of their stuff off. You remember, we went to a Joyce Myers uh, conference. And y'all, this one was praying in tongues. Y'all remember this? You remember this? Lay hands on all of us. You might not have been there. And she stopped at me. She said, oh, your anointing is strong. She never met me. She, she laid hands on about three, 400 people. She had gifts, all of that. But y'all, to ascend, you don't see it on the show. You don't see no demonstration of the power anymore. Oh, I'm, I'm into the guy. Y'all know him. You remember G. Craig? When we started, come on, Gina. When we started, true behind hip hop, y'all, there would be tongues and interpretation of tongues. They'll be waiting on the stage. It'll just be silent, all of that. But when I get famous, when I get more money, when I want a broader reach, I got to drop that stuff. I got to drop the tongues, y'all. I got to drop the demonstration of the Holy Spirit because some people don't believe in all of that. Come on, somebody. I can get bigger crowds. I can get, get more people in. I can have bigger arenas because, because you know, it, I mean, I don't know about that ton stuff, but I can give you four points on how to be happy or how to keep your mind straight. Come on, somebody. Yuletide Christianity. And he said it won't make it. He said the devil, this is God talking to me. He said the devil deceived folk in the body of Christ who went, and y'all, our bookshelves are full of those authors that wrote all them kind of books and this, that, and the third, and they got their picture on it, and they, and they New York best term sellers, and, and, and they the one, they, they the books in Walmart, 
They're the book. Then you can't find a, Wal a book in Walmart under Christianity about casting out a devil. You can't find a book in Walmart about speaking in tongues. It's all that Utah Christianity, that easy listening Christianity, easy believism. It has no potency in the book, has no potency in the message. And the Lord said, them people not going to make it. Not going to make it. Not going to make it. The cessationists, you, you don't even have, you don't have a chance. People don't believe in the gifts. In this day and time, if you don't believe in the gifts, you better get the vaccine. You don't believe in healing? That's all you got. You better run and get it. Get, get a couple of times. Because the stuff that the devil is putting out there, you better have some protection and you better believe in the God that loves his children enough that he sent his son that he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Come on, Jared. And with his stripes, we are You can't find that in a book in Walmart that's Christian. Who knew that the church knew the Christianity? Knew the Christianity. Just do planets cause it genetically altered Christianity. You know my wife won't eat tilapia. You know why? She said it ain't even a real fish. She said God didn't create tilapia. Man, man created tilapia. Do you know that? It's not a God didn't create no tilapia. <laughs> it's genetically altered. That's why it has no nutrition to it. Come on. My wife be getting on them grocery store managers' nerves. Uh, can you give me the grace with the seeds in it, please? Talking about grace with no seeds in it. Watermelons with no seeds. Oranges with no seeds. Y'all, that's genetically altered. That's not even real. How can you have, did the Bible said, come on somebody, that God created fruit with the seed inside itself. She's like, nah, can we get some oranges with some seeds, though? Well, call me when y'all got the oranges with the seeds. And then they got some oranges with the seeds. There was a whole group, was it HIV or something? HIV didn't have no oranges with seeds in them. And she complained, then they showed up with some oranges with seeds. What y'all had them in the back? What y'all was doing? Oh, them the oranges y'all eat. Can you bring them out, please? Genetically altered Christianity, y'all. And y'all, we've been trying to figure out, well, they sound like us. I mean, we, we, believe, we believe the same thing. We, we believe in Jesus. We believe he died on the cross. They believe in Jesus. They believe he died on 
the cross. I mean, we, we ought to be able to work together, Cassie, and do some joint venture stuff. We, we ought to be able to come together ecumenically. No, because they have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. Alondra, what's the next thing God tells us to do once he said that in the scripture? They have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. What's the next verse? From such. Turn to that. Turn to that. Let's find that. Let's find that. Let's find that. I can't be ecumenical right now. Because I might come on your campus and you got the vaccine truck out there. We, we, can't, we can't be ecumenical right now. I'm just telling you. So, uh, very good, brother. Can you go to uh, do it in uh, New King James? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Keep it right there. Keep it right there. Keep it right there. Go back, go back to four. And then we'll go to five. Keep it in the Amplified. Can you give me the fourth, fourth verse? That we turn their ears away from the truth, will wander off into myths and man-made fictions. Now listen. My wife, she's going to love this sermon because this is all her validation. So for years, I would try to watch the Lord of the Rings because they said that Tolkien was a Christian. But when I was when I was researching Yuletide, he came up. When I was researching Jack Frost, it went back to some ancient satanic poem from then there, and his name was in there. J.R. Tolkien. Go back to the scripture where it was, bro. Wherever it was, because you changed it. I want to show y'all something. It said, it said, man-made fictions. So Tolkien and myths. Tolkien is called the father of fantasy literature. See, he was, but he was a Catholic. And they mixed all of this mysticism in with fiction. And he entered the Chronicles of Narnia. Because you know who his best friend was? C.S. Lewis was J.R. Tolkien's best friend. C.S. Lewis was an atheist. And then he got converted to Christianity by J.R. Tolkien, who's a Catholic. Eh. I remember when the Chronicles of Narnia first came out, you know. And my son was like, Dad, it's a Christian movie. And it's popular. It's po that, that's the first problem right there. Yeah. It's popular. Yeah. It was on Oprah and stuff, you know? Yeah. And I remember, we, we tried to watch it. We watched it. We... Yeah. Yeah. And we watched it. I said, bro, you got to turn that off. But Dad is Christian. I don't care. But, but now I know, see y'all, 
Oh, my God. Listen to me. We've been trying to make a relationship. Come on, girls. Women, you ever try to make a relationship work and it just wasn't working? Come on, somebody. It just wasn't working. Come on, you had to cut dude loose. Come on, somebody. I done tried to make this thing work. It just ain't working. It just ain't working, baby. No, no, no. And hey, y'all, we've been trying to be in a relationship with Christians and churches that don't believe in the power of God that was showing the Narnia the Chronicles and mixing it all up. But the, Jesus said it's you talk Christianity. And they're not going to make it. And it's an imposter because they don't have no They'll wander off in the myths and man-made fictions and will accept the vaccine. See, that's what set them up to believe lies and to accept things that are unacceptable. Y'all, women who have not had a menstrual cycle in 10, 15 years taking the vaccine and now they're getting a menstrual again. And they keep saying, well, we just learn. It's just developing. We, we're still learning a lot about the vaccine. If you're still learning a lot about the vaccine, that means it's not fit for the public. It's unacceptable. Look, we've been trying to mix it. I remember when we had the radio state, we just had the radio state. I, I was putting some of the Yuletide voices on there. And God said, no. He told me no. I'm talking about people, people I like to listen to. He said, no. But they got good mess on the family. You remember uh, folks on the family and them people? T- take them off. Because they push all that Yuletide stuff. Our eyes wide open now. Are we seeing the distinguishing characteristics? Go next one. Yeah, yeah. So listen, they don't believe in healing and the gifts, but they'll sit up and show their whole people chronicles of knowledge. They rather believe the myths and stuff. Promote that. But don't believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But as for you, oh, Jesus, be what? Clear-headed in every situation. Stay calm and cool and steady and do a hardship without flinching. Do the work of the evangelist. Fulfill the duties of your ministry. Keep going. For I'm ready to be offered as a drink offering. All right? Keep going. No, no, no. Go back. Go back. Where's we at? Back. 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 No, no, no. Where are we at, bro? Huh? Chapter 3? Keep going? Yeah, yeah. Holding to a form of outward godliness. Religion. Religion. They have a form of godliness, although they've denied its power. From their conduct nullifies their claim of faith. What does it say? Avoid such people and keep far away from them. 
So when they talk about being ecumenical and joining in with them, what they mean is they finna neuter you. They not finna start speaking in tongues. They not, they not gonna change. It's not ecumenical. It's not equal. They want, they, they gonna tell you, now nah, Cassie, y'all now, I know you be praying in tongues stuff. We want you to do the prayer, but don't, you know, we, now we, we believe in that. Now we believe, you know, we believe we have different people on our staff. They have different, you know, belief systems about the Holy Ghost. But, you know, on this, on this prayer, just go ahead and just pray in English. And please give us a written transcript of your prayer before you get up there. All that Camps Crusade stuff. Stuff didn't go nowhere. All that stuff we did at Impact for them you. Now, no Impact. You know why? Because they didn't have the power to sustain it. Cross movement, all that was born out of that. Which Lecrae came out of them, right? All that came out of our movement at Impact. But they kept denying the power of God. And now there's no more impact. And we had college students from all over America, even Africa, all other places, coming. Three, four thousand students, right? Remember that? It was big. Had a form of godliness. But anytime, so and then, then, then they get the missionaries from Africa coming in and preaching, and they talking about how people had... You know, the witches that put, and people had goats on the inside, and they laid hands on them and stuff. And then all the, and then, you know, they, they had a host that had to come up. The deuce, deuce had to come up right after that. I remember that. The ambassador. And you had to make comments on the speaker. <laughs> that was tough. Because they don't believe that. Don't call the holy hip hop representative to you and they don't believe in the Holy Ghost. And you're a spirit filled church. And that's what we was doing. That's what we was doing. I had the truth down, truth corral, in front of my front of my kids at a conference. But it just didn't mix. Because he didn't believe in the Holy Ghost. And we was up all night arguing about the Holy Ghost. He was nice about it. Seemed like he was he could be persuaded. No, he was a cross moment now. Y'all, the Bible says stay away from them people. No, we not the same. We not the same. Because you don't believe in no power. And then right now we need some power. So either come on, come on, either leave, follow, or get out the way. You come over here with us. And get, and get the baptism of the Holy Spirit and learn how to yield to the Spirit of God and start praying in tongues. You come over here with us, but we ain't getting with you. Come on, somebody. And that was the difference. Because what's our text? 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 I bind the devil. What's our text? 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 
One of my ordained people from MIT don't know what a text is. Text is not our subject. It's not our topic. It's our text. What's our text? You see how the devil don't want y'all to get this? Y'all, there's no, how many times I've been in series? That ain't never had no series like this and y'all was all confused. What's the text? Do you know what the difference was between those virgins? Wisdom, but what? Five of them had oil. Five of them had the anointing. And five of them didn't. And the Lord told me yesterday, he said, Yuletide Christianity is not going to make it. Nominal Christianity, not in this time, not going to make it. Not going to make it. Not going to make it. Woo! I'm going to close it off with this story. Let's go, let's go to Matthew 25. What's our text? Jesus. What's our text? What's our text? What's our text? What's our text? Somebody going to emerge themselves this week. Okay, we're going to see. The kingdom of heaven is like ten virgins took their lamps, went out to meet the bridegroom. See, they all preach the same stuff. Jesus come back, Jesus come back. They're pretty solid end time stuff too. Left behind stuff, yeah. Pretty solid. Jesus come back, Jesus come back. That's right. <laughs> gotta be ready, gotta be ready. That's right. We're going to rap, going in the rapture. But who? Who? Which ones of us? Because see, they had the intent to go with Jesus too. They went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were wise, five of them foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps, but took no oil. They didn't take no, they, no, no thank you. Maybe they was offered the oil. No, we don't believe in oil. Take it. <laughs> we, don't, we don't take oil over here. We don't, we don't, we don't believe. You know, some people don't believe in oil. Some church, whole churches, they, they don't believe in oil. No, we don't believe in no oil over here. Hello? They, they didn't have no oil. Somebody say amen. amen. Y'all, every church we ever been to, I said, y'all, where is the oil? Come on, somebody. Can y'all keep the oil out here? What about the churches with the big old church? It's big. Ain't no oil nowhere. No oil on the stage. Come on, I done looked at the potter's house, all the angles. I ain't seen no, no oil on the stage. Like what? I ain't seen no oil on the stage. Elevation, I ain't seen no oil on the stage, though. Where is the oil? That was the difference. Utah Christianity is the Christianity without any oil. There's no power. There's no power source. There's no power source. It, yeah, you, it may be good enough to get you saved. I mean, them people saved. Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship, Dallas, I believe some, some people saved. Them people saved. I love all of them. But y'all, we need an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I, I'm praying for George Myers to go back to 
<laughs> the gifts. She hint at it every once in a while. You ought to be able to lay hands on the sick and he recover. I just believe in it. As I preach, people are going to be healed. But he tells the lay hands too, though. But we're not going to have an opportunity for that. Not on camera anyway. What are we exporting? Y'all, they ought to be able to see. Come on, somebody. People getting up out of wheelchair. They were showing something on last night, A.A. Allen. This dude was laid, he was on the hospital bed laid out. It was on TV. They filmed it. Dude hadn't walked in six months. He said, you want to get up out of, out of out that bed right now? That man, and you could tell he was skin, I mean, he was just skin and bones. He'd been laying up. And that brother got up off that chair. He gave that man a sandwich. That man started eating the sandwich. See, people need to see that. Because signs and wonders are for the... So why are we spending all this money partnering with you? Because remember, you say you're trying to get the gospel out. What's part of the gospel? The, the, the anointing is upon me. The anointing. The anointing. The anointing. The anointing. Y'all, we, we, we need the oil. And I can't be ecumenical, Dwayne. And I love them brothers. I can't be ecumenical no more with people who don't have the oil. I'm not doing it no more. I'm not doing it no more. And we're going we to go on our radio station. If, if there's any, any of that stuff left up there, we're pulling that stuff off. I'm pulling that stuff off. Amen. I'm getting rid of books with no oil. Come on, somebody. Because it don't do nothing, but, but no, it, 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 it dilutes you. It dilutes you. And they got all these other solutions except for the Holy Ghost. And the power of God. Y'all, we believe in the power of God over here. And I, I, I was talking to my young people in here. You know, several of them. Several of them. And they can act, they can act like they're terminally cool all they want to. But I'm going to tell you one thing that I've seen over here is the power of God. Yeah, I asked the son of y'all, I said, I said, were you there when I, when I told Alex that she didn't have no ovary and the floating too? Yeah, I was there. She, she saw that. So you can do whatever you want to. You can make whatever decision you want to about God. Young people up in here. But you're going to see the power of God. Now you decide whether you believe there's a God or not. You're going to see the power of God over here. Now you can go to hell if you want to after you saw that. Because some people did. Because Judah saw the power of God and went to hell. <laughs> Pharisees saw the power of God and went to hell. They chose, but their excuse was not. You know, they, they kept trying to get, get, get Jesus up in something. But the crazy thing, Alondra, they had to admit that he had power. Well, let's see. If he healed this man on the Sabbath, then we'll get him for breaking the Sabbath. If he do what? If he heal the man. Okay, that, that's the stop right there. They knew he could heal the man. Somebody say amen. They knew he had power that they didn't have. And he healed the man too. And then said, 
Man wasn't made for the Sabbath. Sabbaths were made for men. Come on, somebody. That means we, 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 come on. We dominate. Now, if your sheep had fell in the ground because that's your money, you wouldn't have waited past the Sabbath to dig them out. Messed their head up so bad. They saw the power, but they still chose not to believe them, Jane. They still chose not to believe them. You ain't got to believe, but you're going to see the power over here. That's why, parents, you need to keep your children in church. Somebody say amen. Because we're not new to it over here. <laughs> if they're going to rebel against God, they're going to rebel after being in the power. Somebody say amen. They were saying we prayed for that lady. These, I know these were. And the room started shaking. The lady with the eye. They was here. So deny that. You can't deny it. The look is, they remember stuff. Y'all, my son remembers stuff from when he was two. I mean, accurate. You know, me and my wife be talking about, how in the world? But we kept him in the presence of God. <laughs> we kept him in the presence of God. Somebody say amen. That's our difference, y'all. We got the oil. While we stayed open, we got the oil. Amen. Somebody came selling something in my house up there. Little black lady said, hey, what's So where, where you go? I go to the Luke or whatever. I said, okay, y'all back? Well, no, you have to sign up and make a reservation. You got to sign up and make a reservation to come to church? Because they're only letting so many people in. After the vaccine and the CDC say you ain't got to wear a mask no more? Right now, they're still going through that at church. You'll tie Christianity. It's not going to make it. It's not going to make it, y'all. So why should you be evangelizing and getting people to your church? Because we're not your type. Amen. Now come on over here where the power is. Amen. You probably can get some deliverance. You probably can get healed. Y'all, that's not an arrogant statement. It's just, it is what it is. It's the truth. <laughs> we, don't we don't deny the power of God. Having a form of God. But denying the power. Can y'all even think about that? How you gonna be with God and deny his power though? If I'm with God, it's gotta be powerful. It's like having a nuclear bomb tomorrow, but it ain't got no power. But I'm with, I'm with God who created nuclear power. And I don't have no power. He don't have no power. 95% of people at our church get cancer. They just die. We just come together and put them on the prayer list. Y'all, we praying for Sister Jones. And we praying for Sister Jackson. And we praying for Brother Henry. They're down at Ben Tobby and DeAnderson. Our, 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 our pastoral care ministry has been down there. We just praying for them. All we can do now, the doctor says, is pray and make them comfortable. You'll tie Christian.
I wish I would go to a church like that. Yeah, you know you can go to a different church. That's what my mama said. She was like, she like, I, she was, she was like, I love the preaching. Pastor's good. Solid. Stayed open during the pandemic too. Stayed open. He said, I love the preaching, and you know they got good programs. She said, but Randy, everybody dying though. Like they, like we just, we having too many funerals, and I, I just think I just need to come over there with y'all. Y'all know how many people they had on the deathbed at this church? And we prayed them up out of it. Real talk, some of my elderly could have been out of here several times. We prayed them up out of there, though. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Prayed up off the operating table, triple bypass. True or no? You ought to scream and say something. I don't know. Y'all, we, we can't. And that's the difference, Nellie. See, that's the difference. Now y'all know. Yeah, now you know. If you don't know, now you know, baby, baby. You know now. You know. That's the difference. Because, you know, it's kind of hard to, like, well, they kind of believe, well, they kind of, well, they just don't believe in the Holy Ghost. They just don't believe in the Holy Ghost? That's a lie. What you mean? They good, but they just don't believe in the Holy Ghost. What? We can't, we can't hook up on nothing. Somebody say Amen. amen. <laughs> They let me teach one time at Impact, and they said, now, Rondy, now, listen. Now. <clears throat> we know, we know you're, you, we know you're radical. Don't ask me and then tell me something. Somebody say amen. No, you ask me. Ask somebody else to believe like you. There's a whole lot of people believe like you. But don't bring me in. Come on, somebody, and try to neuter me. Because if you bringing me, you bringing all the Holy Ghost. Somebody say amen. amen. Presbyterian Church, white Presbyterian Church, hired me to be their youth pastor. And they got mad at me for everything I was doing and saying. <laughs> You'll talk. You'll talk. Jamie brought this back to my memory. And he, she was telling all my kids, because none of them was born at the time, you know. And she said, y'all know what y'all daddy did? He went in, because I was over the children's church too. He went to the children's church and told all the white kids that there was no Santa Claus. <laughs> now, you got no white churches on that. I just grew up, you, like in the church, we didn't lie to our kids and tell them it was no Santa Claus. Y'all not covering y'all kids' ears, are right? y'all? Okay. <laughs> they had a meeting on me. And Gina said, there's a little white boy sitting there saying, no Santa Claus. Yuletide Christianity, man. 
churches going along with lying to kids? How can you do that? When you got, you're supposed to be the center of truth. But I didn't even think about it. I'm a preacher of the gospel. And some kid asked me something about Santa Claus. I said, yeah, well, you know ain't no Santa Claus. You know, your parents get you the gifts. The white teacher was in there. They called the parents meeting on me. I, I, I really didn't mean to. But it was just, you know. We just can't have your type Christianity, though. I'll never play, I'll never listen to chestnuts roasting on the open fire again the same way. Huh? Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. Oh, deck the halls with bars of holly. Holly was used by the Druids to keep away evil spirits. The Druids is where we get Halloween from. Jenna says she went, she likes doing Christmas decorations. But my wife is very spiritual now. And between her and Nisa, you ain't finna do no mess in the house. Nisa and her. Uh-uh, daddy, that's not, uh-uh. Say she went to go buy some holly, you know, because that's Christmas. Say, Spirit of God, quick enough to look it up. She said, no. When did that happen, last year? A couple years ago. Yeah, if you just use your oil. Now, she hadn't even heard this teaching. The Spirit just told her, no, we're not doing that. We got to be spiritual. We got to be full of the Holy Ghost. Think you made the right decision moving to Houston. I don't know if you was at a Yuletide church before. You're not at one now. Made right decisions. Add years to your life. My my mama said, yeah, Amen. Because when she got COVID symptoms, she had members of the church stay up with her for three, four hours praying. And they was all her grandchildren Amen. praying in tongues. I, me and Jenny went to bed. They were still up. Amen. Oh, it make a difference. Our last story. And I'm going to close this out. Helps, helps make this so good. Thank you, Dwayne, for programming the radio because I heard this last night, which was a reminder. Ken Hagen said that the Lord had really wrestled somebody, a man and his wife, to pray. He kept getting up out of bed in the middle of the night to pray, to pray, to pray, to pray. Doesn't matter what church you go to, you can really see. <laughs> They said the wife got out of bed and she prayed. 
And the husband was like, man, what? it's the good ones that was here at Pasadena. That church was here in, in, uh, in Houston. They had a big spirit-filled church out in Pasadena. And uh, got out of bed, got out of bed. And so the husband just got out of bed with her. And he just prayed, prayed, prayed until they felt peace. And you should pray if God ever tell you to pray for somebody. Middle of the night, you pray till you feel peace, right? So they went back to bed. So they didn't wake up till about 8 o'clock the next morning because they'd been up all night. Said so one of their members worked in the oil field. He worked on the oil derrick. You know, the oil derrick is go up and down like that. Had that little, you know, when they show oil field, it'd be going up and down like that. And the guy that worked the tower wasn't at work that day. So, as this man that went to the Goodwin's church, the Spiritfield church, one that believed in the oil, asked him to go up to the tower to work it. And I guess he had done it before. So he climbed up about 14 steps on the ladder. Then he climbed back down. He said, I'm not going up there. He said, why? He said, last night I had a dream that the guy that was supposed to be at the tower was absent. And you asked me to go up and work the oil derrick this morning. And he said, the, the cable snapped loose and decapitated me, cut my head off, and I, I fell dead. He said, I'm not going up there. Now, here's what makes this story very interesting. There was another man that heard him tell that to the, to the foreman. So he went to the Spiritfield Church, but that other man went to a church right across the street from the Spiritfield Church that was a denominational church, a Yuletide church that didn't believe in the oil. So that man heard him talking to the foreman, and he started laughing. He said, ha, ha, I'm not superstitious. I'll go up there. He said, less than 20 minutes, that cable broke. It cut that man's head off, and his head landed in the back of the full gospel spirit-filled man. <laughs> Does it matter what church you go to? That happened right here in Houston. Yeah. I go to church. I go to churches like you. We, we both go to church. We both believe in Jesus. We just don't believe in the Holy Ghost. You just don't believe in a lot. He didn't believe in the words of not. See, that's, that's the gift of the Spirit. See, Spirit-filled people don't dismiss dreams. Hey, wait, wait a minute. Maybe God said something. My daughter had a dream about her cousin's funeral. That, that lady went here, Danielle. Y'all remember? She was kind of butchy, and then she kept coming and started wearing dresses. And we led her to Christ. My wife led her to Christ. So the funeral, she died. And my daughter had a dream. That somebody got up at the funeral, started shooting, shot my daughter. Just mayhem. Well, we spirit-filled. So we said, hey, I told Jenna, I said, hey, so we're not going to the funeral. Because <laughs> my daughter be accurate. Hey, we're not going to the funeral. 
her daddy was on the preacher's funeral, and she made sure he knew about the dream. Say, I need to tell Papa. Well, he went to the funeral anyways. He didn't get to preach, though, did he, Andre? Was you at the funeral? No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That man heard about the dream. He did not get to preach. Fight broke out. They had to stop the funeral. 20 minutes into the funeral. And then the girl that caused all the ruckus, she just died two weeks ago. Young girl, young girl. Young girl. Does it matter which church you go to? Does it matter when they, oh, oh, they just don't believe in the Holy Ghost. They don't believe in the third, one third of the Trinity. I know you love your people. Can't mix it. We're not the same. And now the non-Holy Ghost people have become enemies to the Holy Ghost people with some insight. They need to be listening to us. And can't figure it out, Jaden. Maybe you can help me. You got a young mind. Well, since you ain't got vaccinated, you can't come around us. Are you just punishing people because they didn't get vaccinated? Because the vaccines is working, right? That's what they're telling us. If you got vaccine, there's no danger. But you can't come around us because you ain't got the vaccine. Don't make sense. Does that make sense to anybody? I've been trying to figure that out. I can't figure it out. Never before. Anybody ever told you, well, you ain't got the flu shot, so you can't come over here? Anybody ever said, no, they was bragging about, I got my flu shot. I'm all right. <laughs> can you figure that out yet? Because you're pretty smart. I can't figure that out. No, they need to be listening to us. 65-year-old women getting pregnant and stuff. <laughs> Having their menstrual cycle again. That ain't what they want. No, you want you want to, you want to be young again? Take that vaccine. They need to call us the family youth. All Sarah had to do was get the vaccine, huh? Oh Jesus. No more Yuletide Christianity. No more mixing with it. No more compromising with it. No more of it. You stand and be a proud, Holy Ghost, tongue talker, spirit filled. In the name of Jesus. Unapologetically. That's who we are as a church. When you invite people over here, tell them before they come here, we spirit feel. Come on, somebody. So, yeah, we pray in tongues. If that make you scary and all that, you probably need to stay out there. Somebody say amen. 
But if you want some power, you want some results. Every head bowed, every eye closed. 